Good morning, everyone, and everyone listening. This is Connie Lingus here with Jacques Dorita, also known as Peter, here for another edition of WNYU's very own category is Drag Cast Extravaganza. So this week, we're going to be talking about Season 11, Episode 7, and do a bit of a mid-season check-in to give some thoughts of the season so far and what we expect going forward. Invite people to the mid-season invitational. Yes, of course. But before we get there, let us talk about the episode, starting first with the dumb mini-challenge really awful mini challenge the potato sack race i don't even think it was a race it was just hey look i can jump around while putting what are basically actual potatoes as breasts yeah like haha look at me i'm so goofy yeah i think i hated everything about that like the sound editing was just gross with like the sound effects they put on for the the breastuses bouncing and just my god some people were just embarrassing with how they <laughs> kept their tatas in check like i mean i think the, the point is that they're supposed to go flying but at the same time like literally brooklyn had a belly button tit <laughs> her titty was all the way down to her belly button and it looked ridiculous and like they they were just like flying out of the bras the only really thing that stood out to me about the challenge is that brooke got them dancer hops i was really impressed by how high she could jump and silky just kind of being annoying like silky for some reason always feels the need to like stand out more than everyone and sometimes it just doesn't make sense to like her just ripping off her shirt and just being braless like it just it felt extra. In the beginning, Silky trying her best to stand out was okay. Because she was, like, just standing out in a good way. But, she, like, she wasn't stealing time. Yeah. And now she's she's a serious issue. Well, uh, I guess we'll just start with talking about them workroom shenanigans. Uh, also, um, Nina and Sugar won, but who cares? Yeah. What was the... No point. Yeah, no point. Like, usually they get some sort of benefit for winning. They only just got money thanks to some company. <laughs> hairspray, I think. Yeah, yeah, hairspray company. Wow. Thanks. Uh, workroom shenanigans. First, Raja, you have, like, no position to trash talk other queens when you've been consistently in the bottom. Including and... going out there and just coming at Scarlet in the very beginning of the episode. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the first thing that set out is, like... Who knows what that mirror message said at this point. Exactly. Like, oh, she was so talentless. She had no reason to be here. Like, honey. Raj is coming for pretty much all the other queens, too, insulting Sugar, who I'll admit has been a non-entity. And um, coming for Nina, who I definitely do have some of my own reservations about, but she's just coming for everybody. Look, that's an issue. But as well, I get where it's coming from. Raja is under some serious, serious stress. She came out of that last lip sync realizing, I think at least subconsciously realizing, 
what the hell? I'm in a really bad place. I am on the verge of getting kicked off of this show. If I'm in the bottom again, I'm getting kicked off. When she says, oh, I'm the only reason I'm in the bottom is because they want a show. She's like, she is worried that she's about to get kicked off. So when she's aggressively attacking other queens, which she will do to Plastique during Untucked, yeah. and when she does to Plastique accusing her of fabricating the story, I think it's more so coming from a spot of stress. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't call it out for being a really thing to do but it's an issue i feel like this episode had like nine different queens saying i need to prove we need i need to prove myself i need to prove myself i need to prove myself whether it was subtle like evie saying this should be where i'm supposed to shine so i have to do something really well in this challenge Mm -hmm. or whether it was outwardly plastique saying i really need to do something incredible it all had that recurring theme of queens wanting to stand out and some did and some didn't yeah and i think we'll carry this conversation over a little bit later in the mid-season check-in regarding if we think this is a weak group in general or not but before we get there uh let's cut to a clip here i used to be a super emotional child like i would cry at everything Mm. and then i think as i got older i would get embarrassed and it kind of closed off so i really kind of became closed a lot so it was good to to see some relatability from Brooke. I agree with that. But what I don't think that it is is an excuse for what I haven't noticed until it was pointing out. I was always like kind of on the edge of why am I constantly praising Brooke even though I feel like there's something wrong, that something's not connecting. And then I realized that, yeah, she doesn't have a personality that she's bringing to the runway. She brings elegance and poise, and it helps that she was a dancer, but otherwise she doesn't have a specific personality that she's bringing. And I still think that that applied this week, even though she was explicitly told to fix that. I think that she's gotten away with it with a lot of really good outfits and really good aesthetic, um, or should I say performances. But it doesn't change the fact that just because you haven't been able to emotionally express yourself in the past doesn't mean that it's a get-out-of-jail-free card for not being able to express a personality on the show. You need a personality. All of the queens that have won in the past have had some sort of standout personality. When I have gone out of my way in the past to praise Evie's runway, it's because I think that personality is just so such an important part of this show. And even when Evie is wearing a child's dinosaur costume i still think that the personality she has brought has managed to compensate for it there Mm -hmm. i think that her personality is standout compared to the others and when i constantly see brooke in these really good outfits for the most part but not really bring the personality it's an issue for her and it's something that she has to fix yeah moving on a little bit i guess we could talk about the beginnings of some realness uh with like plastique breaking down with in front of Rue discussing her family situation, kind of reminiscent of Kim Chi's situation, if you remember that, I think, of not being out about the art form and kind of being reserved. Um, I, I think it, it, it showed that for all the flack that RuPaul gets sometimes, I think he does a really good job at being there for the queens. It was one of the most emotional moments I've seen from Rue, actually. I He, like really stood out and he gave a queen a hug you don't see that often yeah but like he really showed that he was there for her and it was it was a touching moment in that regard yeah and then it was a touching moment then kind of stomped on uh, we'll play the clip here i just find it very strange that in a walkthrough about personality or lack thereof 
somehow correlates into your family not knowing that you do drag. And that's the reason why you have no personality. You're in no position to judge the sincerity of someone's emotions. It's toxic thing to do to someone. I think that you can definitely judge the source of people's emotions, but only in a certain context. I don't think that Plastique was being insincere whatsoever. Not at all, yeah. And she has been, she's in this recurring issue when she said, oh, I don't want to be too pretty, and I still got that vibe from her. You could tell that that left her a little disappointed. And I feel like I really like the side of Plastique that we saw here. Mm -hmm. And we got to see her on the runway prep with... Um, uh, Alyssa. Alyssa Edwards and that was a lot of fun it, you really saw a fun side of her that helped her come out of her shell in a way yeah. because we haven't really got to see that interaction with her and the other queens and it was really nice to see it it really makes my favorability of Plastique improve a lot yeah. because I feel like we've been missing out on seeing her mm -hmm. but another thing that I noted is Rue's advice was look you gotta go out and own it and in some ways, that's tough to just ask somebody to do. Yeah. You don't know their situation. But in other senses, I get it because Rue has gone through some stuff. He was, he's a tall, gay, black man from the South growing up in the 80s. Yeah. I mean, look, he's faced sorts of criticism. And, you know, his advice is genuine. I don't know if it really speaks to what's necessarily in Plastique's situation. Mm -hmm. But regardless, I hope that everything goes well for her. Yeah, I agree. And just again, Raja, not not cool. Uh, you you touched upon the last thing that I wanted to say about the workroom shenanigans. Uh, just I loved Alyssa's presence there. Alyssa, Alyssa always makes. Alyssa was really really great. She's yeah. one of the best guests that they've had this yeah, season for sure. I want to talk about Evie for a moment. Okay. Um, because she had this interaction with Vanji, where Vanji's like, "I'm going to go to you for advice." Because you're honest about things. And, of course, Evie, like, that's one thing that I appreciate about, appreciate about Evie to an extent. She is very honest about things. Mm -hmm. But she's like, I'm going to go to you to, for advice. And she totally criticizes Vanjie's look. And Vanjie is, like, super distraught about it to the point where she's willing to say, oh, I would send Evie home. Now, the drama between Silky and Evie, I think, is just Silky being annoying. Um, Silky's like, oh, Evie should go home because she's injured. We don't have time for that. Now... I can agree with that sentiment if Evie is too injured to perform well, but only because this isn't her time to perform super well, put her on a different season. Yeah. Um, that would be my caveat there. Mm -hmm. But Silky didn't seem to say that. Yeah. But you can tell that Evie's comments really got to Vanjie. And I mean, there's a difference between being honest about your opinion and being honest but still being respectful about it and still trying to be as constructive as possible. Yeah. I respect Evie's um, willingness to be honest, mm -hmm. but I also think that there is a catch where she should be a little more concerned about what other queens are thinking about her. It, it's good to be nice to the people who are around you. I know that this isn't RuPaul's best friend race, but that doesn't mean that it can't be RuPaul's fun acquaintances race. Fair. Yep. And then I guess with that, we have workroom shenanigans over. And then this week, the maxi challenge and runway. What was that stupid jig? Yeah. I, before we get there, the, the maxi challenge and runway was called Farm the Runway, making dresses out of bio, bio organic, organic materials. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the country jig was dumb. It, it seemed like... They paid very little attention to it on the show, and for some reason, judges used it in their critiques. It, it felt 
like a strange... We didn't see it coming. We didn't see any sort of preparation. It just kind of felt like the op- opening act. Yeah. I didn't care. Yeah, I didn't care for it. Now, that being said, they don't want just another runway exclusive challenge. And I understand that. It's yeah. just get something that isn't just that weird jig. Yes. Um, I'm going to say this as a note. This isn't something that I noted until the Hollis Slay episode where Trixie Mattel was playing the violin. And my sister, who has played the violin for years, said, oh, my God, she's just riffing. Mm-hmm. She's just riffing. So, and I noticed that Evie was doing that too. So it's like it's hilarious just to imagine being there and listening to that grating yeah. nonsense music from the violin. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, after the jig, we had the runway. Honestly, I thought this was kind of a boring runway. There wasn't too much to talk about. There were some looks that I thought were really good. Yeah, I've, and there I were have... some looks that I thought were absolute trash, and yeah. there are some looks that I thought were in between. Yeah, so yeah, I have a best, a worst, and an honorable mention this week just because there were some that I thought were good with a caveat. Uh, for me, best. I liked Evie's dress a lot. Yeah, um, Evie's dress was really good. So, so lots it of looked, color. It looked professional. It looked like a real. When they said this needs to be the sort of dress that it looks like you can wear at New York's at New York Fashion Week, mm-hmm. I feel like Evie was one of the few that actually got there. I feel like the top three actually accurately reflected the ones that could be worn at New York Fashion Week. Yeah. And not only that, it felt fitting of her style while also being a little different from it as well. Yeah, I agree. It wasn't like totally weird and unexpected like what you expect from Evie at this point. Um, It was playing it safe. And I think that's important because like I've said in the past, it only takes one mistake from Evie to do something that totally doesn't match with the challenge. Mm -hmm. And she finds herself in the bottom and on the verge of going home. Yeah, She is constantly at risk of that. And she played it a little safer this episode, and it worked in her favor. Definitely. Uh, so maybe controversially, the other dress, the only other dress I put in the best, I actually really appreciated Nina's corn dress. It wasn't the most gorgeous thing in the world, I admit. And shape-wise, towards the bottom, the critiques were pretty accurate. But I think conceptually, it was it was it was adventurous. And I think it, it 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 was effective for the most part. And it seems like the type of thing that would have been difficult to make. So I think just in terms of effort put in, it was the best for me. Conceptual things help. Um, being Putting in effort helps only if the effort is good effort and makes a good project product after that good conception. I don't even have a problem with the proportionizing. I have a problem with the fact that I didn't, really like it first of all the wig was totally off with Mm -hmm. the feeling of the rest of the dress as was the makeup that's fair but i just looked at it and i said it looks like it's about to fall apart you can tell that it's not form-fitting at all i mean i feel like we've been seeing way too much of that from all of these corsets Mm -hmm. um it's an issue i'm tired of seeing it in terms of worst okay so my worst I only have one. I hated Raj's outfit. They read her. I said I said it was Groot before Michelle even said it was Groot. So I was happy to be validated by Michelle. I didn't think it was Groot. I looked at it and I said, she's dressing up as bacon. That's the other she thing I thought. She looks like bacon. Or like or like jerky. It Why was, is she bacon? Yeah, it looked. Why? It was really bad. It was so bad. Oof. Raja, why are you bacon? Yeah, and I think... Even no matter how good she did in the lip sync, and she didn't actually this time around, and we'll get to that, the outfit alone should have sent her home. It was so bad. Yeah, do you have anything for worse? Because if not, we could just go to the middling. 
Yes, um, I was conflicted on where I would put Vanji. Um, the rope is simplistic. Yeah. Um, yes, it was a cool design, but it was simplistic, and the skirt was seriously iffy. Yeah. Um, when you get this challenge to go organic, you need to do something creative with it. And look, while I think that Raja's outfit was trash and the worst by far, it had this creative idea, and Vanji just kind of wrapped herself in hair and yeah. wore a denim jacket around her mm-hmm. waist, and that felt seriously lazy to me. I agree. Um, Vanji has had a good starting week and has been disappointing me since. That's fair. Um, I uh, think that Suga's look was atrocious only because the face makeup was so bad. I thought the dress was great. I thought the face makeup and the wig were It awful. was so bad. The wig was really weird. The facial makeup was so terrible. Um, but that dress, the dress didn't. Was... The dress had its good parts, but didn't really fit her bodice well. Mm-hmm. Um, or is it bodice? I don't know. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, Silky had an interesting concept, but I don't feel like it quite executed well. Yeah, I think it was worth putting her in the bottom, though I don't know exactly where in that. Akira, um, yeah, Akira was. I don't think that she should have been in the bottom too. Yeah, um, it was. It, it wasn't my favorite, but it didn't deserve to be in the bottom too. Mm-hmm. Um. I... And then my other middling one, I think Plastique's dress was very pretty. But... Ooh, Plastique. I thought that she deserved the, the win. I thought that it was pretty, and it looked uh, really elegant. Yes. And she sold it well, so I get it. I only put, I don't put it as a best because it was another corset from her. So I, I, I can't give her too much credit, I think, because all of her stuff has been corsets, that feels. It was another corset, and that is an issue. But I it was a really that, great one. I think that this was good enough to the point where I'll accept it. Yeah. Just don't give me too many corsets and we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And also, I am still waiting to see that different style because I don't think that she's gone beyond that idea of pretty. Yeah. But I do still like her. And then let's talk about Brooke. Brooke has, went out in this very interesting, um, very, I'd say pretty good denim dress. Um, she didn't really sell it well. Or it, is that more of a shrug, I guess? It mm-hmm. was Yeah. It was a thing. Um. It looked good. Um, showing off a little bit of the backside was a little cheeky. Mm-hmm. Um, Ugh, I, I didn't even mean to make that pun, okay. but then once it was coming out of my mouth, I'm like, I'm going to commit. Yeah. Um, but it. first of all, I don't think that it really fit with the spirit of the challenge. Mm-hmm. When you're being told, make something organic, you don't just say, jeans! Yeah. <laughs> it's not, like, come on, okay? Mm-hmm. When you have other people wearing flowers and corn husks yeah. and bacon just don't don't just default to jeans yeah um yes she had oranges but that doesn't change the fact that if you took away those oranges it wouldn't have changed much yeah. she still would have been as appreciated or disliked as it would have been in the past yeah. so i think that just putting on the denim for this organic challenge was a little iffy and once again i noticed this time i noticed that she doesn't have that standout personality, and I feel like that's something that we need to see if she wants to be a top competitor. For sure, and we could talk about that a little bit more when we do the check-in. Uh, I guess there's not much to say about the lip sync. It wasn't even close. Yeah, Kirio was very good. Raja Ra- was there. Raja was there, and she did the wig removal, which they cut through Ruth's Why? face, as always. I, Why? It's It's so dumb, so... I mean, like, unlike Honey Davenport jumping off the stage, which is, like, it was, it hadn't really been done many times yeah, in the past. Yeah, there's no precedent. And there's been, like, some people who have walked off the stage in the past and made it work. Honey was just another story, but the wig this was 
to wig removal. Rue doesn't like those. Stop doing that. Yeah, and she and it, it like it didn't benefit it at all. Like she played her wig as a guitar. Cool. This is, uh, part of me thinks that it might have been an accident, but I don't know. It was bad. I'm, I I hope it was an accident. Yeah. Because this is not something that's new. Rue hasn't only just started talking about don't take off your wig and the lip sync. This yeah. has always been a staple of the show. I agree. If you're taking off your wig, then there has to be a really good reason for it. She did not have a good reason for it. Yeah. It was her time to go. 100% agreed. I want to talk about Untucked. Okay. Um, so there are a few things that are good to note. First of all, there was apparently a huge disagreement between Silky and Evie. Um, I did not want to touch on that, but I did want to touch on Plastique, how... Some sort of message came in that suggested she was intentionally being saved by the producers for the top. And Raja called her out on that Mm -hmm. um, to her face. And Plastique's response was actually kind of understanding. And she she said that she looked into her eyes and that she didn't she saw that her quarrel wasn't with her. Mm -hmm. It was with herself. And I think that that's really understanding from Plastique. And I wanted to give her credit from that. Let's do this mid-season check in. I have three questions that I want to pose and we go through. What are your thoughts on the queens that we have this season so far? Do you think there will be a top three or top four again? And regardless if there's a top three or the top four, who do you think those people will be? Start from the top. I think this has kind of been a weak season for queens because I feel like there's just been... There's been... A handful of standouts, and then everyone else has been consistently middling. I disagree. I think that we've had some of the best queens we've seen in a while. This felt a lot like um, season eight had some really good queens. Um, I think that the queen quality is similar to season eight. Yes, I have some critiques of a lot of the queens, but that doesn't change the fact that a lot of them are very good. I'm just holding them to a very high standard. Um, Plastique has given us some really great looks over time. Um, Evie and Brooklyn have both been standouts pretty much every single week. So that's um, okay. While I have been disappointed with Vanjie, that doesn't take away from the fact that she's had some great performances in the comedy portions. Um, her going out like "Hello, hello, hello" was yeah. like it, it, with her ridiculous voice. It, it was great. Um, I think that you've seen really good moments from Scarlett when she was here. I think that she was a total standout. Um, Honey Davenport had some real potential before she was um, before she jumped to her into her own grave. <laughs> yeah, but I think that you've had a lot of really good queens. I think that there's a lot of potential for Silky Ganache if she didn't have a personality that was really starting to grate on me. I think that she's had she had an incredible first week. She had some really good spots in Mini and Maxi Challenges too, and her Oprah was out of this world. So I think that you've had this really really great talent on the show, but. All of a sudden, you look at the show and you don't feel like you have. And that's because of a few things. The show has not put a lot of emphasis on the actual queens. They've put a lot more emphasis on the guest stars that they're bringing in. Mm -hmm. They're trying to make it say, like, hey, look at how legitimate of a show we are. We have Miley Cyrus in our first episode and we have even more people. Look, it's Troy Savant. We have Cara Delevingne. We have Cara Delevingne. Look at us. And look, they've had stars in the past but they've never been stars that basically overtake the entire show and are there to be like yeah. huge personalities they're just there mm-hmm. um and that's okay this show shouldn't need to prove itself 
it yeah. has a good standing. It has mainstream recognition, and its fan base will only grow regardless of who they end up having as a guest judge. But they're putting all of these emphasis on how these guest stars are trying to coach the queens, and we're seeing a lot of this drama from the queens. But I don't, I don't feel like there's enough emphasis placed on just how well some of these queens are doing. Yeah, because some of these queens are really bringing it, and yeah. I think that we have some real some really great talent this season but i feel like the production has gotten in the way of that yeah to speak on the production i feel like what also makes me maybe feel like there isn't a lot of standouts is i don't feel like there's been much of a like a narrative per se like people point to uh jinx monsoon season as one of the better seasons in the show because there's a clear narrative of like the like the floundering and then gaining of confidence which leads to her having a bunch of standout moments and her eventual win if there feels like a like a character arc while there's also goings on around it like it, it never feels like it's jinx's season per se but there's a clear arc to be had. Like, I don't... Maybe there will be an arc to come with Plastique now that she's found her voice. But so far, we're at, like, half the season, and it's just felt like just drama without character. Yeah, I largely agree with that. We've had a lot of focus placed on queens who are, while they're really good, just having the focus placed on them doesn't give other queens a chance to shine. And I'm talking about Evie largely here. Mm-hmm. Evie has had so much camera time. And I once again, I think that she's done a really good job and she's deserved some of it. But I think that we have to keep in mind that there are other queens here. Um, we know nothing about Suga and whether it turns out that they were interviewing her a lot and she just had no personality or whether they just didn't care enough to get her personality. She's like a ghost. We know so little about her. Yeah. We Even though we've gotten a um, childhood story from Nina West, we haven't really got to see her in action very often. Yeah. Um, everything that we've gotten from Silky is fairly shallow mm-hmm. and not really introspective in any sense. Yeah. Um, Scarlet was gone before the ch- we got the chance to really get to know her. Mm-hmm. Um, we just, we haven't really gotten a chance to actually get to know a lot of these queens. So it feels like you have this narrative arc of, oh, look, it's these few standouts. And like the narrative arc just doesn't go where you want it to go. You want to see every single queen. But I feel like the only arcs that we've really seen are, um, occasionally plastique. Um, yeah. Vanjie feeling bad about not doing well enough. Mm-hmm. And Evie, 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 Evie. Yeah. And then you have Silky butting in at times. Yeah. But we haven't really seen an arc from a lot of the other queens. And I think that that's a serious issue that makes the show feel like it has these weaker contestants. When in reality, I think that its contestant pool is really unprecedentedly strong. Oh, okay. I, I, I could agree with that. Uh, moving on to the next question. Do you think there's going to be a top three, a top four, or are we going to get a new gimmick? That's tough because I i don't think that we're going to have a gimmick, or at least I hope not. That's always been kind of an all-stars thing. And look, I think that there's a limit to how far you can go with all-stars gimmicks, for example, mm-hmm. um, the number of winners. But I think that when you look at the people who are going to be in the top, I think it totally depends on how many standouts you have by the end. I think it will depend on quite a few things, like the future performances of Queens. I think that if Plastique or Vanjie suddenly have this breakout moment, 
then they will have a spot made for them in the top. Mm. But at this point, I think that Evie is practically a lock-in for the top yeah. unless she seriously messes up a week. And even if she does, she still seems like she has the ability to lip-sync. Yeah. Um, I think that Brooke and Evie are seriously shoo-ins for the top unless you have some ridiculous moment like, oh, no, I forgot the words to the lip-sync. Um, mm-hmm. I think that you have a pretty much guarantee of not being in the top for Silky because Silky's been doing very poorly. And you'll notice that in the workroom when Rue said, well, you've been kind of depending on your personality. And Silky kind of looked at her and was like, huh? <laughs> like, you would, she was surprised. Yeah. She thought that she actually had a lot more than her personality. And Rue just flat out said, no, no um, your personality has been what's getting you by. So I think that Silky is starting to crack and she has recognized that she cannot survive on her personality. She has this, oh, well, if I don't do well, I'll just lip sync for my life attitude. Yeah, and, and Rue that, did not approve. Yeah, that does not work. She, Rue knows that this show is not a you can do poorly and then lip sync and get away with it show. People get mad when that happens. People care about your actual performance. You can't just depend on the lip sync. And Silky's flippant attitude is just... Like I said in the past, not that of competitor. And yeah. Rue recognizes that. I don't think that she has a chance of being in the top. I agree. But I think that we'll definitely at least have a top two. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I have a feeling that they might keep the top, the format of the top four because just end lip sync works so well. Yeah, I think the top four for, format works. I think that we will probably see a Curia somewhere around there. Yeah. If Like, that's, that's the thing. Like, I have... There's no way Evie is not going to be there unless she has a real big blunder. But Evie I, needs to seriously mess up. Brooke needs to seriously, seriously mess, mess up. up. Uh, I could see Akira as the third because I feel like they're giving her more time, which might indicate. Also, I, and I hate to call it like this, but the concept of drag affirmative action, people will be mad if you don't have a queen of color in the top. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Akira is a very good competitor. Yeah. And she, if Silky's not there, then Akira is one of the only queens of color left. Yeah. And I think if the fourth spot might be Nina, because I feel like the, the, the judges are really rooting for her. Like they keep on, like, like Ross is like, oh, I, I just want her to be here to keep on growing. And like, she's kind of starting to have a, an arc of reacting to judges' comments and growing better and better. So maybe like by the end. I don't think we're going to see Nina. I think that the fourth spot is reserved for Plastique or Vanji. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I could see that too. We'll see. We'll see how it how it turns out. Yeah. So uh, with that, I I I hope for a better season to come. We've had some really great moments from the season, and I don't want it to sound like yeah. the season has been a disaster because it has been absolutely not mm-hmm. a disaster. It's been a lot of fun for sure. And with that, we have the end of our episode. Thank you so much for listening here with me, Connie Lingus, and again, Jacques Derrida, also known as Pessimistic Peter or PP. Super special thank you to Miss Darling for their song, Young Lovers. And thank you so much. And have a lovely day.